Welcome to episode number 20 of Off the Shelf. Welcome into the Off the Shelf podcast, everyone. For July and August, Rod and I are going to do a series of short podcasts we're calling Summer Shorts. They'll only be a few minutes long, maybe five minutes or so, just long enough to get you thinking about something you might not have thought of before. Some may be the two of us together, others just a monologue with one of us. We hope you'll enjoy them, so please post a comment if you have anything to say to us or a question that you would like us to address in a future podcast. By the way, Brian, we now have listeners in 99 countries. I'm hoping to hit 100 next week. Wow, Rod, that's that's hard to believe. Okay, I'm going to dive right in now. One of our listeners informed us of a recent comment made by a pastor of a message church in Beaufort, South Carolina, who will remain nameless, uh, a comment that he made in one of his sermons. It was clearly directed towards people like us who have been questioning the message. Listen for yourself. Has he told you what would happen and did it happen? I bring heavens and earth before you today. Here's the people that were alive when he was making this challenge, not like the ding-dongs today who weren't even there. These people were actually alive when he was making this challenge, and nobody utters a, a word of refute. Brian, I looked up ding-dong on Google, and it's a chocolate cake filled with cream. So I don't really understand what this minister is saying. Uh, and now, now, Brian, understand, I'm a Canadian. <laughs> is this some U.S. culture thing that I'm missing? Uh, maybe. I, I think he's just trying to say that we are complete morons, Rod. But, but we're not, right? Well, I don't think I am, but you can speak for yourself on that issue. <laughs> so what is this minister referring to when he talks about a challenge? Is this something William Branham said? Yes, it is. Uh, in the message, Trying to Do God a Service Without Being the Will of God, preached on July 18, 1965, William Branham said this. Moses said, now the words that I have spoken to you, I call heaven and earth to witness against you. If you add one thing to it, or take one word from it, you'll not stay in the land where the Lord God gives you. So say I in the name of Jesus Christ. Don't you add one thing. Don't take put your own ideas in. You just say what is said on those tapes. You just do exactly what the Lord God has commanded to do. Don't add to it. He has ever keeps his promise to us, every promise that he has made, he kept it. Has he told you what would happen? And did it happen? I bring heavens and earth before you today in a challenge. Has God ever said anything that he has not fulfilled and done exactly what he said he would do for us? Has he done it just the way he said he would do it? That's exactly. This is the challenge that the pastor from Bethel Tabernacle is referring to. You know, Brian, one thing that I've learned having left the message, when I refer to something that William Branham said is in scripture, I always check that he's actually quoting scripture and not misquoting it. Very true. I, I had the same experience. And this scripture he's actually referring to is found in Deuteronomy 4, 
26, which says, I call the heavens and the earth as witnesses against you this day that you will quickly perish from the land that you are crossed the Jordan to possess. You will not live there long, but will certainly be destroyed. But he mashes it together with Deuteronomy 4, 2, which states, do not add to what I command you and do not subtract from it, but keep the commands of the Lord your God that I give you. And in mashing those two passages together, he is inferring that his words, the words of William Branham, in fact, every word he said on the tape are equivalent to the words of Moses and equivalent to the word of God. Exactly. And so what this pastor is saying is that we are complete morons to try to challenge what William Branham said, because, of course, no one challenged William Branham when he stood on the platform live and issued his challenge. But is that exactly true, Rod? It's not at all, Brian. There are several published examples of people who stated publicly that they disagreed with William Branham. And we'll put a link on this podcast page on our website at offtheshelf.life so people can look it up themselves. But like the people that disagreed with Charles Russell, the founder of the Jehovah's Witness movement, the people who disagreed with William Branham ended up just leaving because they were drowned out by the voices of those that thought William Branham was a prophet. William Branham surrounded himself with people that refused to question him. Those that disagreed with him simply left. And William Branham ended up being surrounded by those that thought he was a prophet. The people that were listening to William Branham when he issued his challenge in Jeffersonville didn't include anyone that disagreed with him. They all thought William Branham was a mighty prophet or even God himself, and they didn't tolerate anyone who disagreed with him. In fact, I want to play a clip just now from an interview with Sylvia Perkins that we will publish in the fall that deals with this exact issue. Well, no, he had people that would, you know, there were people that would come around and make sure you didn't and that you were talking right and doing right and all that. If you dared say a word, you'd know you would have been out on your ear and probably in serious trouble. So they didn't tolerate anyone who disagreed with William Branham? No, they didn't. And if you disagreed, you went quietly away and never spoke about it again. When William Branham was here, nobody dared challenge him. That's not the truth. No, it's not. The people that would have challenged him just left and left quietly. Yes, and I knew quite a few that did. So the group of people around William Branham wouldn't tolerate anyone that dared to question him. It would be similar to going to a message church today and trying to question the message. You won't be welcome for very long. Rod, if we are ding-dongs, then you would think that any message minister would be more than happy to come onto our podcast and to prove to us that William Branham and his message is true and that we are, in fact, wrong. Yeah, that's a very good point. Brian, and so I want to make a special invitation to any message minister or deacon from any reputable message church. We would love to have you come onto this podcast as a guest. We will treat you with gentleness and respect, as Peter suggests we do in 1 Peter 3.15. We will allow you to make your case for why William Branham is the prophet to the last age. We're going to ask you some really good questions which you should be able to answer with ease. And if we really are ding-dongs, it should be easy for someone in the message that really knows their stuff to show us that we're totally wrong. 
I might add that in the ground rules, we, we might add that we're not going to call each other names, ding-dongs or otherwise, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> during yeah, our exchange. Yeah, yeah, well, people might call us ding-dongs. We won't return the favor. Uh, absolutely. <laughs> okay, well, that's it for this week's episode of Summer Shorts on Off the Shelf. If you'd like to leave a comment, as always, please go to our website at offtheshelf.life. Send me an email at brian, that's spelled with a Y, at offtheshelf.life. Or you can catch Rod at rod at offtheshelf.life. Have a wonderful summer, everyone. We hope you're enjoying our summer shorts. Have a great week, everyone. Don't marry me, well, I'll go crazy. Ding dong. Ding dong. Do it.